Today's verse is Romans 9.12. She was told, the older will serve the younger. This is Jonathan Porter. Thanks for listening to Remnant, my daily verse-by-verse devotional. We are working our way through Paul's letter to the Romans one verse at a time, and we've reached a verse that I spoiled yesterday. So uh, this is from Genesis 25, uh, and um, we read this verse yesterday So as I was giving the background on um, on Jacob and, and Esau. Um, and, uh, and this is from the, the story of, of their, uh, right before their birth, God, um, you know, Rebecca was, um, anxious about Jacob and Esau, or really shouldn't know it was Jacob and Esau then she was anxious about like the turmoil going on in her, in her womb and, and said, you know, God, what, what is happening here? And God tells her, um, you know, you've got two nations within you, um, and the older will serve the younger. And so we talked about that yesterday. Um, but, and so I've spoiled today. So, um, you're not getting a one minute devotional from me today. Instead, what you're going to get is a different story. So, um, my, uh, my ESV study Bible says that this is, um, you know, the, this, this is evidence that God loves to surprise us. God loves to, um, work out his will in ways that we don't necessarily understand. I'm sure that Rebecca, um, at that moment didn't understand why do I have, twins. We, we read yesterday, she was barren and, and, um, and Isaac had to pray just for her to, to, to conceive. So then she's probably confused that she's got these like warring nations within her, within her belly and, and confused that there's all this turmoil and there's, there's, there's one that, that, um, that, that she loves. There's another that her husband loves. And, and she's probably sitting there thinking like, God, why, why is, why is this? Why can't this just, why can't this just be simple? Why couldn't you have just made the, you know, given us one son and that would have been the, you know, the heir and that's it. Uh, but God loves to surprise us. God doesn't want us to, you know, uh, he, we're, we're not supposed to know his will all of the, all of the time. And, and, you know, a, a lot of times it's because we need to be taught something. Um, and so the su- sort of surprising story that I, that I want to go into today is, um, is the great, 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 great grandson of Jacob, um, David. So I want to talk about David, um, and how good can come out of things that we don't necessarily understand. So, you know, David, uh, had a really unconventional, like beginning to his life. Um, and when David was, you know, David was, um, David was like hunted, by Saul. Uh, D- David really like was chased around by Israel's, you know, King Saul, um, because Saul was threatened by David. And then, uh, at Saul's death, David was anointed King, but, uh, one of Saul's sons, uh, Ish Boseth, um, in, even though David was King, he moved into the palace. He took over, uh, he took over the palace and for seven years, David had to like hide out in the countryside uh, while uh, Ish-bosheth was masquerading as king of Israel. David was, you know, D- David was out out in the wilderness. And for those 7 years, I'm sure David was like, "God, what is going on here? Like this is not what what I had dreamed this would be. I'm the, you know, I I'm your choice." For 7 years, David uh stayed in the countryside. 
And and here's the surprising part is when um, when it was time for David to finally take the throne, when it was time for for when it was time for for David to finally you know march in to to march into Jerusalem, he didn't do it the way everyone expected. You know back back then. The, the usually you're you, when you're when you're becoming king you, you you do this like demonstration of power and you've got a militia and you've got armies and they're all going to march in and it's going to be you know like you see north korea or russian um you know dictators walk around with uh, you know a bunch of armed people uh, that's what people were expecting but he did something so radically different that he probably wouldn't have done if he'd just you know gotten right into power he wouldn't have realized his priorities um and what he did the way he entered was uh was in his uh essentially in his underwear so it's linen ephod which is what the like clergy would wear under their um clergy garments he was he was wearing that and we know in uh second samuel 6 that he was dancing with all of his might he is with trumpets playing behind him he is marching into Jerusalem to take the throne. He doesn't have an army. He has himself in his underwear, dancing with all of his might. Um, and what he is what he is uh, singing as he's coming into Jerusalem is this. He says, lift, lift up your heads, you gates. Lift them up, you ancient doors, that the king of glory may come in. Who is he, this king of glory? The Lord Almighty, He is King of Glory. He's doing this thing where he's 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 starting this this thing, and people are expecting. Well, he's announcing his his entrance. Of course, he's going to say that he's the King of Glory. He's the he's the new King of Israel, and he's going to sit in glory. But he immediately says, "It's not me." David says, "It's not me." The King of Glory is the Lord Almighty, and David um, David had this. He, he's in his underwear. He he wanted to be a humble king. He wanted to be a humble king. He go, he takes the you know the the, the ark back to the um, to, to to the tabernacle, and um, and then he uh, hires a bunch for for advisors. He just hires a bunch of people to to pray with him, um, a bunch of people to worship with him. That's his that's his strategy on governing, and it was wildly wildly successful. Um, the 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 point is this. There are things going on in our lives where we have, you know, wars within our stomach. We have wars where we don't understand why God is turn up our, upending the like natural order of earthly things. Um, but a lot of times, God is trying to change us. He's trying to mold us. With David, he was trying to mold David into what he would become: this humble ruler, marching in without an army, but instead in his underwear, singing about the, you know. Um, here, here comes the here comes the Lord. Um, so, the, just and this is easier said than done. When we have setbacks in life, when there are things that we don't understand, we have, we're supposed to trust. We are supposed to trust that all that that good would come of this. Um, the the um, God upending the earthly order of how you know firstborn sons were supposed to be the anointed ones. We're supposed to receive the inheritance. That that was not God's plan. That's not God's plan. And so he upended things. When things get upended in your life, you may think it's because 
uh, because God doesn't care about you. I'm sure Rebecca thought God doesn't care about us if he's willing to like do this and have war. Me, my, me like one kid, my husband like the other. I'm sure David was sitting in the countryside being like, you know, I wish I could just be king already. What, 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 God, why don't you just deliver the throne to me? Like, what, what, what are we doing here? But God is molding us. God is trying to do something within us. We just aren't patient enough or wise enough to know that, that, that God has plans for us. So as we receive setbacks in this world, um, we're supposed to praise God for them. Um, I mean, imagine a world where David was impatient with God and just was just like, all right, fine. Um, you know, I'll go do something else um, or gets bitter or something else. Um, this, this, um, this world of ours is a mystery and God's purpose is a mystery. Um, it is, uh, it is a mystery and yet it's not a mystery. It's a mystery that we don't understand it, but it's so simple in that we have to just trust that God knows what he's doing and wants good for those who love him. So that's my take on verse 12, which I ruined yesterday. Um, so come back tomorrow and listen to verse 13. Um, find out if I ruined that one too. Um, <laughs> so come back and listen tomorrow, but I appreciate y'all uh, listening. Thank you very much.